Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, the world's worst intern is back. We will interrogate the intern and find out what he's been up to for the past 22 years. Also, with Terps basketball being back, the Ravens continue to to win football games, the Orioles' offseason starting to heat up, we have plenty to talk about. So go ahead and pour yourself a nice tall glass of your favorite Heavy Seas beer and turn off the TV and the radio and turn on your favorite electronic device that gets access to our live Facebook feed. And join Matt, Josh, Bert, and the intern for another edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka, and as always, I'm joined by the Zany Bert Rode. What up, 336ers? And the button lover, Josh Sroka. I think it's time that I welcome you two back on the Ravens bandwagon. And I'm also, of course, we're always joined by the intern as well. Say hi, intern. Hey, I'm back. You know, right, he's back. <laughs> yeah, he's back. Here's the text. August 23rd, Tuesday, 7.45. So note that this would be about 15 minutes after we expect Noah to show up for the show. Yeah. Hey, so I won't be able to make it to the show until the election is over. I'll be back on November 15th. Hey. And look at that. He's a man of his word. He's a man of And here it is, November 15th, and the intern is back. In what feels like it's been ages, we've been making mistakes left and right with no intern to correct us. Yeah. It's been terrible. We've had table space without his gigantic laptop taking up <laughs> all the room. Yeah, and he's got that mouse roaming everywhere. Right. <laughs> if only they made laptops with mice built into it. Yeah, it'd be a novel concept. Hey, I would always prefer the uh, the mouse than the trackpad. I, I, I can support you with that one. I, sure, uh, when I'm at a desk working, but not when I'm sharing a table with three other <laughs> men all right so we got a lot to get to today we got some ravens win and a big ravens you can, game you can leave your mouth up sunday we're just, we're just busting your chops <laughs> yeah, intern intern's been gone for months he comes in and we're busting his chops already five months into the show <laughs> it's what we do uh but you, but, you act like we waited for the show to start for that 
but but we got uh we got a ton to talk about as far as Orioles and manager of the year and Mark Trumbo and we got um Ravens to talk about Browns p- playing the Cowboys uh and then we got Terps basketball playing Georgetown tonight Mullet Trimble coming back but before we get to all that we got the intern here man and 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 the intern has been on the political campaign and I. I don't know how all this works. I don't really pay attention. Mm-hmm. But according to my Facebook feed, there's been some stuff going on politically. Quite a bit, yeah. Yeah. I really don't understand any of it. But there's been some stuff going on. And so I want to know where he's been. Yeah. So, in turn, where have you been the past three years? Uh, well, I started off working in Baltimore City. Then they moved me up to Towson. Then I was working. Down. Who's there? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What campaign? You've been working on campaigns. Okay. For, so, right, for right, one specific person? Officially, I was an employee of the Maryland Democratic Party. Okay. I was working under the Maryland's coordinated campaign, which is predominantly the Chris Van Hollen for Senate campaign. Okay. All right. Van That's Hollen. The, I knew right. it was, I kept saying Van Houten, I think. Yeah. Right, yeah. Van Houten is a good political name. I like that. I support him. Van Houten, that's a good name. And that was a job like you got paid? Yeah, I actually did get paid. Oh, we never done that before. Do, no wonder he left us for that. <laughs> do do you, you really have to do much work when you're in Maryland and the Democratic Party wins anyway? Oh. Surprisingly, yes. Um so in order to send people to s- Congress with a mandate, they have to get a overwhelming percentage of the vote uh, so it's not just about winning it's about winning big yes and we were also campaigning for all of the congressmen running for re-election in maryland and then running for their first term so that would be you know jamie raskin running in congressional district eight and also anthony brown running in congressional district four man he's on top of it so so which campaign did you work the most on van Hollen? uh van Hollen, because he was statewide all right nice all right. and so what were your like duties what what, what was your what did your job consist of so i was a field organizer which means i was oh i like the sound of that field organizer yeah, yeah, yeah. that's important it uh, sounds like the guy before you play flag football okay you guys go over on the right side <laughs> the red team go over the left side we're gonna play some flag football you're on field that's three organizer. today you're playing that's on right. field three i like uh, yeah. that it sounds a lot more fun than it really was <laughs> But so what I was doing, I was working 100 hours a week to recruit volunteers to come in and essentially go out and campaign for our candidates. And not only that, I was also in responsible for like an intern base up in Towson. Hold on, you had your own interns? I had my own interns. The yeah. intern had interns? My mind is blown. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we got some nice interns squared. So so you so you understand how terrible interns are now that you've had some interns, right? <laughs> I honestly, yeah. Right. <laughs> now, he feels bad for us now. <laughs> now, all right. So now, how closely did you work with the uh, people actually running? Like, do you know Van Hollen? Yeah, I got a picture with him yesterday, and he is his a placard. is his number oh, in your cell cool. phone? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> with a wink. But but he he well, won no, the election, the next right? That was well, what what was the uh, the the final count? How much did he win by? Did, uh, did he, he get that 60% mandate? Percent of the vote. Okay. Was he a, Was it against McDonough? No, Who? Pat McDonough was actually running against uh, one of the congressional candidates. It was Dr. Rupesberger. That's it. That's it. But no, Chris Van Hollen was running against Kathy Schleg of the That's Republican it. Party, Kathy and also Margaret Flowers of the Green Party. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, intern, I think what you're doing is noble, and I'm proud of you. I think that's great work. Um, Bert over here is a bit of a cynic. He would say no matter who you vote in the office, it's all kind of the same, so it really doesn't matter in the end. Is in, that, fair? In, is in that the, accurate? Well, that was going to be my backup question to the I'm intern. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, let you go, I'll let you do this. Because, yeah, it's, and it, and it, it's related to that. But, you said that you, you have to make sure your candidate wins and wins big. But even in the state of Maryland – past history has been the democrat always wins like 
in your job, you were like, we got this in the bag from day one. Like, what? how much work does it take to guarantee you're going to win big or you're just going to win anyway? So what's the difference? Did, did the Republican really fight all that hard? Yes, uh, the Republican candidate was backed by our sitting governor. You know we have a governor who is a Republican. You I know that, that, right? And I, yeah. like okay. him, I like him very, very much. Oh, I'm sure you but, do. But <laughs> Hogan's a good, another good name for a politician. <laughs> the Hulkster. <laughs> so if we didn't actually, you know, work 100 hours a week, we would have essentially probably had Kathy Shalega get about 40% of the vote rather than 36%. Uh-huh. So then Van Hollen's lead would have been cut down to like 15%. 15 points. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Rather so, than the 24 that he got. So so ended up with her at 36? Yeah, and then the third-party candidate, Margaret Flowers, got like 3.2% or something. Sure. And Van Howen got 55%? No, he no. got uh, 60.34, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Hold on. This is a poll. I got bad numbers up. He was projected to get 55. I would, those, you can never believe there's projections. Yeah, right? we learned, we learned that this week. Yeah. Hey, you'll be proud. Bird actually voted last week. Nice. First time, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh, you, uh, first time. Yeah. First time in a presidential. Did you election. vote for Van Hollen? Would I be happy with your choices? I knew he was going to win anyway. So, uh, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But he just said it doesn't matter because it matters how much you win. Well, buy. we had the conversation last week. My vote was solely just to level the table a little bit more. I got nothing against the Democrats or Van Hollen or anything. I just feel that uh, it's it's too it, the entire state leans one way entirely too much. And I would like to even the field a little bit more. Yeah. I, that's how my vote and, goes. And I only went the other way because I, I looked up what side the intern was working on and went against it. Ouch! He's a nasty, as 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 our president-elect would say, he's a nasty woman. No, I mean, he's a <laughs> <laughs> nasty intern. He's, he's, no, Josh is a nasty, a nasty uh, boss. Um, no, right. what, 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 but what I, the direction I wanted to go with this and what I, what I wanted to ask is, um, shoot, what did I want to ask? I had this I want to ask. Go ahead. How's how's this going to help the podcast? Can you? Okay. You've been cold calling people. I still want to get to the vote. politics part. You still have that phone that you can sit down and call people and tell them, "Hey, uh, let's turn me into section three thirty six. Are you going to pay me? <laughs> oh, got him. Um, yep. Same as I'll double your salary. Don't oh, you get <laughs> interns. You can recruit your own interns too hey. if you would like. Here, I'll give him half of my salary. Here's what I want to Bert, and and Bert's a good example of this. That Bert, when he goes into the election booth. He's only going to pick a name that he recognizes because that's how Bert rolls. Is that accurate, Bert? No. I mean, if I, you have two names on there, you never heard of one name. The other name you recognize, you're choosing the name you recognize, aren't you? Uh, only if – no, not based on recognition. If I know the, the guy's uh, uh, stances and, oh, it's, and issues it's, and How many issues do you know in local politics? If I don't know him, I'll leave it blank. You're uh, allowed to leave it yeah, blank. I left okay. a lot. I left more than half my – I left blank. a lot of the judge choices well, blank. I don't oh, know anything about yep. judges. Well, except school, school board blank. Oh, I, I vote everything, and and I I, I vote it if I, I recognize for the like name. The waterfowl. So for for the uh, the waterfowl festival yeah. is, is a great event, and I get a day off school for it, so I'm all about the waterfowl. Um, and I wrote in the question: Should we legalize marijuana? And I checked yes for that one too. Um, but intern, I would imagine Van Hollen. It's just a matter of getting the name out there, right? Because I mean, the stance is okay. Fine, he's a Democrat, so I'm sure he has Democratic stances. Uh, but just about letting people know the name so when people go into the voting booth they think about his name right so if i were you i would just go around just saying his name like leaving voicemails and just van Halen, <laughs> van Halen, right and just saying his name all over the place 
Isn't it just like a name recognition thing? Uh, there's a bit of persuasion that actually goes into it. Yeah. So what argument are you making to someone who doesn't want to support your candidate? So we mainly call to undecided voters. Yeah. And uh, essentially people who usually tend to vote Democratic. Can we do a little role play right now? Yeah, we can. Can I be the undecided yeah. voter who... I'd like to hear this. Who usually uh, votes Democrat? I mean, our direct voter contact is a little different than what you're thinking about. But What do you mean? Uh, we can just go with it. Okay, let's just go. Let's just play. So what um, you, like you saw Matthew Sroka's name Josh, on the list. You, Call do, this guy. Do you have any music to kind of set the mood? We're doing a little role play here. Okay. Some kind of, I don't know. <laughs> set the mood for a little role play. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not, <laughs> no. It's the intern segment. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So all ring, right. ring, ring, ring. Hey, is this Matt? Yes, this is Matt. Hey, Matt, this is Noah. I'm a volunteer with the Maryland Democrats. How's your day going? It's going great, Noah. Thanks for asking. Well, I'm glad to hear that. You know, as a lifetime Marylander, I support Chris Van Hollen because of everything he's done for in education. I was wondering, if the election were today, could Chris Van Hollen count on your support? <laughs> See, that's the music I'm talking about. Um, Chris Van Hollen, I, I don't even know who... To be honest, I'm not very familiar with Chris Hollen's views. I'm more for... I want teachers to make more money as far as education goes. I want um, smaller classroom sizes. Is that something that your candidate can get behind? Oh, absolutely. I don't know if you were aware, but uh, you talked about education. You know, Chris Van Hollen has yeah. actually worked to cut student interest rate loans in half. Really? Yeah. So, sorry, I was in the other Whoa. room. <laughs> I was, I was in the other line in the other room listening I'm, I'm, in. I'm assuming we have a... Uh, right. um, honey, on. get off the right. line, okay? Private call. <laughs> sorry, Matt. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not sure if uh, that would appeal to you, you know, as possibly a former student, you know. Yeah. No, I have loans that I would like to see cut in half. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm looking for a handout and you're you're going to give me a handout? <laughs> they don't like to call them handouts. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> how is how is Van Hollen go, go go how is he going to pay for this? All these all these interest rates cut in half, loans cut in half. How is he going to pay for all this? Well, Matt, I work in the field. I can't <laughs> answer that. For more information, you couldn't go to vanholland.org. <laughs> oh, good. That's that's good. That's what Hillary Clinton always does. She says well, I got a lot of opinions and stances. If you check out my website, yeah. <laughs> but that didn't work I like for her. <laughs> no. Did did you in turn play any role? Oh, that's end of role play. Did did you play any uh any role in the national election? Was there any I mean Clinton was your Democratic nominee. Was there any support for her? So since we were the coordinator campaign, we campaigned for the entire ticket. So that would be okay. presidential, Senate. Did you go door to door? Oh god. I only went door to door during the summer when I was an intern. Other than that, I was just purely recruiting people to go door to door for me but people went up uh, door to door boss man yeah. like a boss but people still do that go door to door yeah absolutely we find that it's actually the most effective way of getting people to turn out to the polls maybe the jehovah witnesses are onto something because <laughs> um, i thought they were the only people left who actually knocked on people's doors okay. like if someone knocks on my door i assume it's a jehovah witness 100 yeah. percent. because if you know me you're just going to knock once and walk in right only a jehovah witness or a census there, worker hold on, or a politician. Jehovah Witnesses aren't worker. walking all the way to your house. I haven't had one since I lived in Arnold. Okay, in Rain I was going to say, <laughs> they, don't, they don't come on the Eastern Shore. No, no. They, they're, no, we all have shotguns and goats. All right. Well, that, that, means, <laughs> uh, that means two weeks before uh, opening day, we can send the intern door to door. With what? What's with, he selling with, here? I feel, like he, he, I feel like we're not giving much to sell here. I mean, going, we're not freaking Van Halen. We can't cut loans we can't do anything for education can no we? but we but we are going up campaigning against 1057 hmm. as speaking of and be more opinionated sp speaking of campaigning against uh against people we have the mobies the mobbies whatever i think i don't know what it means because it's the baltimore sun i would think you'd call it the sunnies moby you can get stung by obi
Yeah. 36 year old. <laughs> anyway, you can go if you check out uh, my Twitter, Josh Twitter, uh, Twitter, or Section 336 Twitter. We put a link out there so you can go log in and vote for the mobbies. Um, and it, a big snub that Be More Opinionated was not, was not, you know, one of the final nominees. I, I feel bad for them. Uh, oh, a big crushed. snub. Big but, snub. But go ahead and vote for Section 336. Yeah. Vote for Utah Street Report for best blog. If for no other reason than if we get that, I will be incorrigible. I will be arrogant. I will be <laughs> in people's faces about it. Well, you want to know be... some of the other nominees? No, I don't care about the other nominees. Like Dead Air? No. Never heard of them. I, I, you know, there was a... Red Maryland? Who, everything, aren't we all tired of politics by Red now? Maryland sounds like... That's uh, a political talk. Yeah, that's not... not intern should be interning for that, that Yeah. Buzzed in Baltimore? I don't know what that is. Buzzed okay. in Baltimore? Baltimore, the rise of Charm City. Josh, are you knocking these all these other podcasts because you never listened to them or I'm heard of them? They probably never heard of us. I'm asking you guys. <laughs> guys, have you ever listened to the Annapolis podcast? No. What? The Maryland Crabs? No, but all these scenes sound like right down Birds the Birds Eye Avenue. View. <laughs> I have heard of those guys. Inside Maryland Sports I'm Radio. I'm a little concerned. I'm, I don't know what that is. Uh, I checked them out today. They actually do about the Maryland Terps. Okay. Um, I, I, uh, Purple Rain. I'm a little nervous about Bird's Eye View. They got a couple nerds over there. Yeah, they right? got. They, I'm, if they end up, here's what I'm concerned. They're gonna come to some. They know numbers. They're gonna come up with some mathematical formula to plug into the the mobby system. If they come up and they have a billion votes for you will not for accept, them. You, you will not accept. I, the, I won't uh, accept winner. it. I won't what, accept it. What was it? Trump said, "I'll accept it if I win." Yeah, well, I'll, I'll wait and see. I'm gonna wait and see. And if Bird's Eye View has a billion votes for them, I'm calling the whole thing rigged. Just saying. I don't know. I think I might vote for the Party Gamecast feature in the Party Gamecast. Who got the mobbies last year? Purple Rain got it for podcast. Son of a gun. Purple Rain. You know. Hey, uh, can I ask another political question to the intern before we move on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, politics are awesome, is awesome, man. That's why people tune in to yeah, hear the politics. They want to hear Section 336 talk politics. Absolutely. This will just be the most listened to episode. <laughs> what? Uh, how old are you? 21. Were you wait? So this was the first president you were able to vote for? Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, good for you. Did you vote? Yes. Of course, of course. you did. Hey, I don't. I see. I know a lot of college age kids that did not vote. Well, just he, asking. Here's my question: Were you as crushed as all the other millennials out there crying and breaking bottles in the streets and stuff? You should be. You were more involved. Were did did it hit you in the heart? Like your guy won. On so that's a huge hit for you. Did you skip class? But as far work? as the president, are are you? Is your whole world crumbling down around you? Okay, so I took this semester off to find yourself before before the announcement, right? Before you didn't take it off. You like, didn't just quit last Wednesday. week. I'm done, people. <laughs> I, I need I need the rest of the semester off. You you didn't enroll this fall semester. I took this. Yeah, I didn't enroll the fall semester so that I could t- work this job. I wanted to, you know, make sure Donald Trump didn't become the president. And, Good job. Right. Hey, you did about the same <laughs> level of work you did here. Oh, my gosh. Man. Are you saying, do you think it's possible? The this is supposed intern? to be his welcome back party. <laughs> Ender, do you think it's possible if you didn't work for the campaign that Hillary Clinton could have been elected president? And how does that sit with you that you may be responsible, solely responsible for putting President-elect Trump? You know, I've, I've seen the Internet's going crazy with reasons why and how did this happen. The I intern factor. The, the, the intern, intern. factor. <laughs> yeah, I was solidly depressed for like a, the next 48 hours after that. Really? Yeah, because I felt like everything I did was just invalidated. But you won Maryland. But the, but the local elections went your way. Well, and and, and Hillary won Maryland. So and you Hillary did, won, you yeah, did Hillary your Maryland. part as the yeah, other it's states not on you. failed. It's not on I mean, you. I'll say this. Uh, we got your back. Unless they you. put you in charge of like Pennsylvania. No. 
No, um, I was actually the field organizer for Anne Arundel County. Uh, how, oh, the well, final three you, weeks. you failed there. Oh, that was a Trump actually, county, no. wasn't it? Uh, How'd that county do? Anne Arundel County actually voted Democratic for the first time in 52 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Props to you, intern. Now you need to come over to Talbot County and Queen Anne's County because yeah. we vote the other <laughs> that, way. That's a little <laughs> hard. That's a little more difficult. Uh, there was somebody else taking care of that. Yeah. Dude, right. not, Good luck to them. Drive out to Western Maryland. I didn't see any Hillary signs. Western, Eastern Maryland. Yeah. You drive out in the sticks, you got a different breed of people. That's right. Goat but, uh, people. But yeah, Goat people. Originally, <laughs> Bird, I was... Uh, Goat people aren't big Clinton supporters. No. <laughs> but yeah, Bird, originally I was up in your neck of the woods because I was oh a field organizer in Baltimore County. Nice. Yeah. I'm in Baltimore County. Parkville, Perry Hall. Mm-hmm. Nice. Towson? Mm-hmm. Hey, I... I my, you should have come knock to my door. Oh, that's right. I didn't have a door. My video is out. I literally... My yes. new beard literally broke the camera. It's Yeah, it's been out for a good yeah, 10 it's, minutes It's now. been out for a while. <laughs> what, are you guys going to tell me? The, the the software is frozen, so we can't switch it. So you'll notice that uh, Bert is blurry and you are out. I'm out for the whole show? And I think I'm blurry, too. I don't think it's blurry. I think it's just a glow. I think it's just... It's I've just focusing on the intern. Me. I think oh. it's I think it's what you added the intern's mic and he's breaking the the screen. Well, the intern has a pretty clear picture. I know he's the he only one. He looks great. I'm really wide in this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are we gonna get to some sports? Yeah, that Please. was my last political I mean, question. Please. Can Please. we get back to politics? Please. I, intern, have you been able to follow anything else besides politics for the past couple months? I think the Ravens are up. Were you? Were you <laughs> the Ravens are up. They are up. Do you know how the Orioles season ended? We lost to Toronto because Uvaldo Jimenez gave up a three-round jam. Hey, oh, pay attention. attention. Look at that. Were you more upset? Because the people care about local sports. Were you more upset when Hillary lost or when the Red Sox lost? Ooh, Hillary, yeah, that's a good question. Sure. I was just like, yeah, 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 Red Sox lost. Were you upset when the Red Sox lost too, even just a little bit? No, I really wanted David Ortiz to just not make it at all to the World Series. Good, good. Good, good for you. Oh, good. You, you and Lock and Four are coming around. Good. <laughs> The go. intern really is like our own version of a uh, young JLC. <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, speaking of the Ravens, I'm excited of this. This is the Ravens-Cowboys game. I, I, Bert, you cannot go to Costco for this game. This game's going to yeah, be good. You're going to watch this game, right? Uh, as long as the TVs are hooked up at my house by Sunday, yes. <laughs> I, uh-huh. Can I the, make it? You know, there's always other places to watch it. Wait, what? Well, it's not. It's not you, necessarily on Josh helping me to hang them, but I also need the internet and cable. Did you even mention that you, that you finally moved into your new home? I actually just settled like an hour before I came here. Oh, congrats, Bert! Thank you, thank Bert, you. <laughs> I have a new key on my key ring. Remember, your house started being built before I even thought about selling my home. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, and no, I, I, no, it didn't start. It well, they broke okay. ground October of last year. All right. Well, you have all, you already purchased your home. I was under contract, under contract from December 2014. Before I decided, and I think like next week is our like one year in this new studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a nightmare. It was horrible. I don't want to. I don't really like talking about it. <laughs> well, what, what, now that's done. Yes. Um, are there any? You are the zany Bert Rody. Are there any zany features about the new house? Uh, no. I mean, it's a very, very nice house. Uh, I. I haven't done much for posting pictures of it online yet or anything like that. Well, the people um, are waiting. But I did want to say I should clarify that I don't own a house. My wife owns the house. Mm. And actually, probably be more accurate, the bank really right, owns the, the house at this well, point, true. right? You know, yeah. But it's all on her, baby. If, if, if she leaves me now, I got nothing. Yeah. That's a scary place to be in. 
It's uh, thank you loopholes in the uh, Baltimore County or whatever it is. Uh, With the teacher, first time home buyer tax credit. Oh, oh okay. first time home buyer. Because I'm not a first time home but buyer, she is. but my wife is. Nice. So that's nice. worth that's worth two cool G's, baby. Yeah. Well, if things go south, we always have a room in our house for you. Bro. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. Uh, you, except, so, except, so really, if my wife, your sister, you kicked me out, it. you guys would take me in. Oh, absolutely. What if I did something terrible? Well, we still stuff happens. Keep, we, Still got to keep, keep the, the show on. must go on. <laughs> right. The show must go on. <laughs> Sorry, good. sis. The show must go on. Speaking of the show going on. So the Ravens. Yeah. Yes, back to football. They, they've been pretty good lately. Not that you've noticed, Bert, but where do you think the Ravens rank right now in total defense? Oh, top. They're pretty high. Top 20. Yeah. Oh, no, it's top <laughs> 20. There's like 32 teams. <laughs> top two thirds of the league. I'll say top five. Well, I, I, well what, I mean, their they're run defense. Is, top, is total top. total defense like we're talking yards? About yards yards per yeah yards per game yards per game pretty low I mean like top five top five number one nice really that's top five third, that's top five <laughs> I was right third down stop percentage top five two number one Inter was closer <laughs> it's like Price is right Russian Russian defense I know where this is going Russian number one first downs per game average. So how much Allowed? the other yeah how much the other team scores on first down or how many yards they get per first down? How many first downs they allow? No, how many yards they get per first down? Or one. no, no, you're right, you're I right. Don't first first that. number Just of, say no, one. no number of first games per average. one. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. First. Just say one. They're first in that. Three and outs. They're first. Interceptions. They're second. Big plays. Uh, I guess that would be negative for giving up. They're two. Uh, receiving uh, average per catch, three. The worst thing that they're in this list of stuff, turnovers forced, they're five. They're down to fifth. Uh, what's got, interesting is that that big plays thing, like I can think of at least two, though, where they have a big play and then they immediately give it right back to them. So they still probably get credit for like the interception that they return it out of bounds, like uh, or whatever, when they fumbled it, into, fumbled it in the end zone yes, for the exactly. touchback. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Thank they you. they give up an average of seventeen point eight points per game, which puts them third. All right, that, so, I mean it's good. That's good. The cynical part of me says we played the Browns twice. Yes, we played the Jets, the we Steelers, the Jaguars. Yeah, yes. we played the Steelers when Big Ben was coming off the injury. Good point. We played the Redskins. Yep. Uh, so that part of me says our schedule hasn't been. The hardest, but, but I mean, it's good. That's but good. if you look at the schedule now, the Ravens have two teams left in their schedule that have winning records right now. Can oh. you name them? Yeah. One is the Cowboys. Cowboys the Bengals. New England. The Cowboys and New England. Yeah, okay, fine. But, like, we still have to play Eagles. the Bengals twice. Right. And they're, and they're not a be, joke. Those are going to be big games. We have but to play the Eagles. The Dolphins are – I mean, our, our – yeah. They're not. They're it's not really hard. It's hard games. Yeah, it's, they're not easy games. It's harder than it was the first half of the year. The Bengals. The Bengals are already in a hole because they got that tie. Yeah. Over in England, so that means they can't tie someone in for England. first first place and and win a tiebreaker. I anything. love to hear. You know what my favorite conversation is in all of sports? What? The football tie conversation. When people go back and forth, well, did this tie really help them or hurt them? <laughs> well, it really counts as a loss or counts as a win. I mean, they just go back and forth. Right. But it, it is what it is. It's a tie. But yeah, it's like kissing your sister. Um, but 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 yeah. As, as you would, would you know about that, Bert? No, you didn't have a sister. Like, you'd <laughs> no. be kissing your brother. I kiss your sister though. Mm. <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm really looking for this game. 
Because what what is the strength of the Ravens team? Defense. Yeah, specifically that 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 front line, that defensive line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's, what's the, the strength of the Cowboys? Uh, Dak Prescott. No. The arm, the Russian. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. Running. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 the best running back in football right now. Right. Uh, their offensive line is you know. The best offensive line in football. And so it's just going to be a great matchup. Can Ezekiel Elliott, who leads the league in rushing, can he rush over our defensive line? Yes. Or like who's going to – we're the best team at rush, at stopping the rush. They're the best team at rushing the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it's a 1 o'clock game because it is. It's probably the best game of this weekend. My parents are going. I'm taking them to the airport tomorrow morning. They're flying to Dallas. Oh, really? Yep. That's very tomorrow, cool. Do they know the game's not till Sunday? Yeah, they're going to visit some people down there and stuff. Uh, I did. I did watch the game Thursday night against the Browns because them color rush uniforms were on fleek. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Is that what you the, like them? The kids right. still say on fleek. No, term? they don't. They don't uh, say on fleek anymore. Yeah, they do. We'll just say I mean, they, they do. do sure. like, I think the term would be. <laughs> I, they say they ironically now. now. <laughs> I think the term would be the uniforms were lit. I think right. that's what they the kids were would lit. say. Yeah, they were yeah, lit. Yeah. 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 I heard a yeah. I loved them. I thought they were great. I went on Amazon and almost bought one because I thought they looked awesome. I wish that they were our our regular purple uniforms. I wanted those jerseys with like black pants. Yeah, they were nice. They were nice. I got I got a confession to make. I was I had a choice going out with friends on Thursday night or watching the game or going to Costco. I no, I went out with friends. It was I was at a bar. It was kind of in the back room. I really wasn't paying attention. And I felt like first I was like I feel guilty because I never miss a Ravens game. And then I thought about you, Bert. And I was like, if Burt can miss the a, a Ravens game, yeah. I can certainly miss the Ravens versus Browns. Yeah, and so I caught the end of the game. Uh, and I mean, no, I apparently the only good part missed, I, on purpose. And and there were weeks that I was right to have missed them because they were yeah, games. yeah, absolutely. And I was a better man for it. First half of this game though was ugly, and it looked like another game you didn't want to watch. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They 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 turned it on in the second half. Are we? My, my fear is. I still can't. I still can't stop thinking about how we got beat by the Jets. And I thought we were gonna. <laughs> the Jets are so terrible. I thought we were right. gonna beat them by three right. touchdowns. And I still have to keep on thinking about that game. Yeah. Um, we beat the Steelers. But that's a rivalry game, so you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. We beat the Browns. The Browns haven't won a game all year. Another thing that happened this week with the Steelers and Browns games is we got healthy. We got a lot of guys back. Yeah. Are you concerned though? Like I have a fear that we're gonna lose to the Cowboys by three touchdowns. I like. Well, we just we just spent no, ten minutes talking so. about how great the defense because our is. Defense, right, our defense is really good. Our secondary is outstanding. Right, but uh, but if if they score some points, we can't. Our offense is not good enough to keep up with them. Yeah. Yes. The question is, how is our offense exactly? And um, what we changed, we went into like a little hurry up, two minute type offense in the second half, and that Joe th- seemed to thrive in that. What was exciting is the young guys that were really stepping up. Like, uh, what's his name? Warren? Warren? W? No? Waller. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, Waller, the, Waller the got end. his first touchdown. Perriman. That was an Perriman amazing catch. Great that, catch. That catch was awesome. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, awesome catch. On the on the defensive side, Tavon Young is playing really well. He he looks like a really good cornerback. Yeah. He I, looks really good. And fourth round guy looks really good. Two weeks in a row now, Webb has played football. Yeah, don't hold your breath. Yeah, right, right, exactly, exactly. We'll so, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think that this Cowboys game is going to tell us an awful lot about this team. Yeah, but I mean, even if you lose, honestly, it doesn't hurt you that much, right? As long, yes, but as long as you're not blown out. If you're blown out, I start. To, I question how far this team can go. Oh, I already question how far this team can go. 
Right. See, I, I think the fact that all of those losses have been close games, I can be like, all right, that's stuff we can correct. And that's stuff we can fix to stay tighter in these games. Yeah. I, I want to see something from the offense. I want to see Joe Flacco, can he throw three touchdowns and yes. no picks? Yeah, I really want to see a win carried by the offense. Because yeah. even the Browns game, as much as the offense got hot in that second half, that was a defensive game. Yeah. Um, the I tell you what, the Alex, second Joe Flacco gets in the red zone and throws an interception, I'm turning the game off. I can't stand that. Yeah. Getting in the red zone and throwing interceptions when you have the best field goal kicker in football, so you're guaranteed three points. Right. Oh, I hate it so much. Our, our offensive line has struggled this year. Yeah, and, and Alex, Alex Lewis. Lewis is out for six weeks, yeah. something like that, and the rest of the season, basically. Yep. And that's that's a big stinger. Yep. So. But Yonda, hope is coming back healthy. Right, and, right, exactly. Um, and, it, and, and Stanley, too, I'm curious to see how kind of Ronnie Stanley progressed because at first he looked good, then he looked terrible. Uh, Ronnie Stanley, right, our left he was, tackle. He was good, got hurt. Had a horrible game. Horrible. Ken, Ken Mikusik called it one of the worst games he's ever seen by a lineman in the Ravens. Oh, history. really? Did yeah. he say that? Yeah. But this pass against the Browns, he had a good game again. He had a great game. Yeah. So it's, I'm, I'm it's excited about this game. Got to keep watching. Yeah, I'm excited. This is the most excited I've been for a game this season. Even more excited than the Steelers because I thought we were going to get destroyed right. by the Steelers. There was no hype for the Steelers because that no was just cared. after we lost to the Jets right. and we thought our season was over. But the Steelers can't win. The Bengals can't win, so as long as we can beat the teams we should beat, yes, well, well we're gonna make yeah. playoffs. It would be this is a big game, and I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, and the whole drama with Tony Romo and Dak Prescott's fun too. Did, did you see Tony Romo's press conference today? No, I'm sure it was like I'll support the. It was it was the he, team. It was the team. The right. team. It yeah. was Dak's done enough to deserve to be our quarterback at this time. I know. That's I hope like Dak Prescott throws two interceptions in the first quarter. Then all the announcers can talk about is how, Tony Romo. Right, and how, they shoot to Tony Romo every other shot. Or going to be Tony <laughs> Romo with the towel on his head. Every time Dak Prescott throws an incomplete pass, a shot of Tony Romo. Yep. Romo wouldn't have incompleted that pass. Well, hey, the, the Browns switched quarterbacks at halftime against us. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the Cowboys will do the same. When the first quarterback was playing really well, but it did make me nervous because well, it was his name, McCown. Josh McCown owns yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, McCown. Owns, he throws like yeah. 40 yards yeah. against us every time he plays against us. Yeah. You know what would be? But he struggled. <laughs> Ravens luck. Would be that we hurt Prescott, and then Romo comes up and lights it up. Yeah. Well, that's what I got a couple of, you know, in the family, got a couple of Redskins fans, mm -hmm. and they were asking me, you know, you got to beat up the Cowboys before they play us next week. On oh, the, yeah, yeah. We, on they Thursday. just want us to injure them. Yeah. They don't care if we win or lose. Yeah, they just want us to take some of their players out. I said, we don't play dirty like that. I so. always, I always. Sorry. Typical Redskins. No, that's where you remind them. You mean like we destroyed RG3's career? Mm, baby draft. <laughs> All right, you want to get to some baseball talk? Yeah, there's sure. been some happenings, yeah. right? Yeah, there's been uh, there's been some awards. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Some gold gloves given out. Some uh, manager of the years given out. Some rookie of the year given out. Yeah, the Orioles are really getting screwed with these awards, aren't they? Orioles got like, am I just a paranoid homer? Or are they getting absolutely screwed in every award category? They. Uh, I guess last week we talked to Zach Britton. He got screwed not being a, a finalist. Yeah, we also the gold we gloves on the came show, out. The gold gloves, gold yeah. gloves came out. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. they got screwed, screwed out of that. Uh, Brooks Robinson did get a lifetime achievement gold glove. 
Brooks Robinson? Yes. So the only person who's going to win an award this offseason is Brooks Robinson. Brooks Robinson. Who's been retired a, for 50 they, years. They gave a new Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, that's that's a new award? Yeah, it's a new award that Rollins has given out. A Lifetime Achievement Gold Glove. Because there's not enough awards out there. Because Brooks needs one more Gold Glove. <laughs> it's the intern's fault. The intern's generation. Everybody right. needs an award. Exactly. He hasn't played baseball in 30 years. I know, but he gets a Lifetime. 35 as, years, as probably. As the best Longer third baseman ever, defensively. All right. Um, that's nice. Tonight, I feel like the Hall of Fame already recognized that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that isn't a thing. Like. And like the 15 gold gloves he won straight or something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so that was announced yesterday. And tonight they announced manager of the year. And we mentioned uh, a few weeks ago, I'm sure we mentioned that Buck was a, a finalist. Yes. In the final three. And the winner is Francona from the Cleveland Indians. Tito. Isn't that what they call him? Uh, it sounds right. Buck Showalter ended up in third out of the nominees. Uh, the manager for the Rangers got second, which I don't understand. I'm okay with Cleveland. Uh, he did lead them on a 14-game winning streak. Wait, are you okay with Cleveland just because Rock corrected you? No, no, no you no. got cold. You got. I'm okay. Now he's after okay I with you got burned after by Rock Tobacco. After I asked if postseason counted. I got corrected, and then <laughs> when I saw that he won 14 games straight, I know how ridiculously hard that is because the Orioles got seven straight multiple times, and then the fact that he he battled injuries, and we've 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 had that. I think when Buck won a couple years ago, part of the thing was that Manny went down and Dave, Chris yeah, went yeah. down, and he battled through that. So what? Uh, there were only three finalists announced, though, right? Right. So basically, Buck finished last. last. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, which, <laughs> and I think I think it's I'm, an honor to be nominated. I mean, we, we talked about it before. Like, how do you judge manager of the year? One of them is through injuries, and you're right. Like, Francona did overcome a lot of but, injuries. But what wasn't but, the fact is the Indians were projected to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, that's my my, my next it. point. Is yeah. who who like outdid the projections the most? And it was Buck Showalter by far. Right, his team outdid the projections more than any other team. Um, can I also say? Okay, I know that's not a popular opinion, but I think Hyunsoo Kim got screwed a little bit in not even being recognized for Rookie of the Year. I mean, you have guys who received votes. I know Michael Fulmer won and Gary Sanchez got twice, got second, even though Gary Sanchez only played a week of, of baseball. But but he was gone. He was all pace to hit 60 home runs in that week. So, yeah, credit to him. Um, but then you have, like, Tyler Naquin, Chris Devinensky, Edwin Diaz, Norma Mazzara, Tim Anderson. All these guys got recognition for Rookie of the Year. I got at least one vote. Um, could you? They can. You can get a first place, second place, or third place vote. All those guys got votes, and Hyunsoo Kim didn't get a single even third place vote. Mm. Isn't it a little annoying? Maybe maybe they look at the fact that Buck doesn't play him every day. No, there's other no because Gary Sanchez played for a week. Tim Anderson did. It was not an uh, did well, not San, play. Sanchez shouldn't even qualify games. if he only played for a week. Well, he played more than a week. He played for a couple months, well, but he, he didn't play the whole season. Was my point. And neither did Tim Anderson. I mean, Hyunsoo Kim played a lot more games than some of these other guys. I don't know. Just something else to be outraged by. We get no respect around this place. No respect. Whatever. Well, wh- one of the things that they did recognize for Buck Showalter, that the Orioles have finished at least 500 for five straight years under Buck Showalter. This is the first time in franchise history since they had an 18-year run of finishing over 500 or 500 or better from 1968 to 1985. So we're five years in on potentially breaking that 18-year franchise record. All thanks to Buck Showalter. 
Yes. Absolutely. And not not a lick of talent on the team. Nope. <laughs> and you'll still have some knuckleheads, doheads out there saying, fire Buck Showalter because he made a mistake in the playoffs for Zach Britton. You still have some idiots calling for, for Buck Showalter to be fired when, right. you know, well, without him, who, who knows where this franchise would be right now. Disagree if you will, but uh, we would still be playing baseball right now if Zach Britton had been in that game. Well, I'll disagree. <laughs> I'll disagree a little bit on that. Still right now. Uh, that'd, be right quite, now. that'd be quite a rain delay. <laughs> couple of the uh, prospect guys are still playing baseball right now. The game goes into the 255th inning. Right, Some the, parts the of the world. AFL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did win one other award. Mark Trumbo won the Silver Slugger Award. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Yeah. So, that that's automatically seems like it's automatic to whoever hits the most home runs every year. Hey, speaking of Mark Trumbo, he um, he turned down the, the qualifying offer. Yes. Shocker. I read an article by the Baltimore Sun, uh, John Mioli. You familiar with this guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he said, and, and friend, friend of the show. Yeah, and played that, softball with them. Right, not friend of the show. He doesn't know who we are, but fine. <laughs> he we knows who we are, not Bert. Okay, we we did play softball with them. Um, he wrote an article saying that the Orioles didn't, uh, you know, Mark Trumbo turned the qualifying offer, but that shows that the Orioles have an extra seventeen million dollars to spend in the offseason on somebody. Right, because it was they were ready to pay seventeen million dollars right. to him. Sure, on top of everything else. Except now it means that, they. Oh yeah, I guess because they paid this qualifying. I see that argument. Sure, I think the argument's stupid, because going in, you are a hundred percent sure he's not. He's, he's not going to take it. Do yeah. uh, you mean it's if like they, a Matt Weeders issue where they you give took it, it, and then you're like, oh crap? Yeah, if they took it, there would have been a lot of oh craps. Yeah, going on, and someone would have been traded. Um, but yeah, because because they 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 don't have the money for that. They they don't have the money, and people are talking about um, should we pursue Fowler again? And what about Ian Desmond? And stop! We have no money to sign any of these guys. Yeah, we don't. We have enough money to re-sign our own. Uh, but newsflash, people: uh, Trey, Trey Mancini is going to be on the open day roster. Uh, newsflash: the outfield will be Adam Jones, Hyunsoo Kim, and probably Joey Rickard. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might be. Um. Right. Yeah, yeah, the interesting question there is: Do you move Adam Jones to right to left or right field and put Joey in center? No, because Joey sucks at outfield. So why would you play? I him guess in a more so. I guess so. Maybe if you had like Dexter Fowler, or right? Good outfielder. Right. The, the outfield's definitely something they're going to have to address. So the only the only way they sign somebody is if they make some sort of trade to get rid of salary. So they right. because they, they they don't have any money to sign anyone significant. I already made my prediction for the big name, Nick Hudley. That's the yeah. guy. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the guy. guy they can afford. That's yep. the guy they can exactly. afford. Though I don't think they're going to go that route either. Like, spoiler alert, Caleb Joseph is going to be your opening day catcher. He is. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, but I'm telling you, yes, Caleb Joseph, your opening day catcher. I guarantee it. Someone bet me. Uh, John Morosi on November 10th. Said, is that not John Mioli? Are they different people? Um... I uh, know John Morosi is from the MLB Network. <laughs> okay. You way to confuse me. This is... Way out of whack. John Morosi says that Josh Reddick is someone the Orioles are interested in. That's the guy who I said last week. Like, I would love Josh Reddick. Yeah. He, but again, because he, he always crushes in Camden. But again, I don't think we can afford him. Uh, Jacob Rock chimes in that you could always put Nolan Reimold in the outfield. And then he laughs out loud. <laughs> uh, did, did we officially let him go? 
Uh, no. I, I don't know what. I think he only probably had a one-year deal. It was a one-year, one-million-dollar deal. Last I heard, he's not allowed in Baltimore anymore at all. I saw some blog where they went team-by-team team ranking the worst player on each team this year. Oh, that's hilarious. And Rimmel was the Orioles nomination. No way. The worst player on no, the team. Obviously, Caleb Joseph's the worst player on the team, right? From mm, this past year? He at least brought some defensive value. <laughs> like, what did Reimold bring? Uh, I'm actually looking up Nolan Reimold right now. Um, adorable Twitter pictures of his adorable family, which yeah. he does have. He he batted two twenty two. Well, even Caleb Joseph has an adorable family. Though. He gave six home runs. That's true. I don't know he had six home runs. Anytime, Reimold, any, and one of them was a walk off, if I recall correctly. Right. Yeah, Josh, I don't take well to you bashing Caleb Joseph, who this year gave his left nut for the team. I don't appreciate any disparaging remarks about Caleb Joseph. And and really, the the bottom line of it, it's just funny that. Uh, even though Caleb Joseph was probably statistically worse than Reimold, it's still everyone just comes out thinking Reimold's the worst guy yeah. on the team. <laughs> Can we talk about what a bad year, though, Caleb Joseph had? Like, just from a personal standpoint, the, like, the whole nut, <laughs> oh, nut shot and the surgery. What, what, and then not have an RBI. What's worse, which not, is like a double not having an RBI or, I don't or, know. or losing a ball? I don't know. I literally do not know what's worse. Just 2016 has been a terrible year for everybody. I mean, we lost Prince, David Bowie, Donald Trump's <laughs> <the> president. <laughs> Caleb Joseph lost a nut. Lost Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali died. Yeah, like we lost tons of big ones in 2016. This Jose Fernandez. This, uh, yeah, this season is terrible. <laughs> you, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. When no, so when when when, when that ball drops. Um, we're talking a lot of balls here, but I'm talking about like, <laughs> when, when the New Year's ball drops, there's going to be a lot of celebration going on more, more than usual because you're right. We're yes. ready to be done with this right. year. And 2017 will be sunshine, beautiful, bright, and then we'll realize, oh, wait. <laughs> right after Trump, inauugration right. day. Wait, Trump Caleb, is our president. Right. And Caleb Joseph's our starting catcher. Yikes. Yeah. And Jerry Rickard. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be an interesting offseason that hopefully, hopefully the Orioles do at least – Something, yeah. Pitching, we, pitching, I feel okay about. Do you? Do you though? I said okay, and not great. No, I feel okay. You shouldn't. Who do you feel okay about? Gosman, Tillman, the the, the Bundy, first the first three. I feel Britton, okay about O'Day, Brock. Well, no, I mean starters. I mean starters. I feel okay about the first three. Yeah, yeah. that's what I said. Okay, yeah. so a so, uh, three man rotation. No, actually, I feel okay. Uh, we should just. We should just. They they say. Every game in the playoffs is important, but then you don't get to the playoffs unless you play every game of the season like it's important. So why not just play the entire season with a three-man starting rotation? Every game is a must-win, baby. <laughs> you should manage the Orioles, Bert. <laughs> I, I I feel okay with Jimenez or Vance Worley as my four and five guys. I we'd, feel okay there. We'd be the only team with the starting rotation with the pitcher. The starting pitchers have records of thirty-two and twenty-four. <laughs> just have them throw four innings every they time. Throw, they throw every third day. <laughs> yeah, but just like just like sixty pitches, and they, they get them out of there, and they yeah, get yeah, that yeah. bullpen. But who we get to Cy Young? The, not, not Zach Britton. If you have two thirty-game winners on the same team, you gotta split <laughs> them up. Let's split it up. Co-MVP <laughs> like Steve McNair and uh, Young Peyton winners. Manning that year. Not the year he died. The year he won the co-MVP. Okay, thank you for that. Is there uh the the if there's talk about Chapman's gonna make a buttload of money, is, is there like everybody now wants after you saw a what closer. happens in the playoffs, yeah. everyone's a closer. Is there any temptation? Yes. To trade Zach Britton because you have other holes in your team, right? And you can address a couple different holes, and really, I mean, you can get a really nice package back for Zach Britton. Is that tempting at all? 
Yes. Yes. Are, are you are you when someone calls with an offer for Zach Britton? Are you saying he's un- untradeable? Hang up the phone, or you're saying I'll listen. You listen, you listen, listen, especially with the projections of of Chapman, because you know that you can push your day back. You know Brock Brock could be an excellent closer. Brock could fit into that role. Um, I, I'm who am I missing in, in that bullpen? Michael Gibbons. Michael Gibbons. O'Day. Michael Gibbons. O'Day. Um, yeah, Brock, that, that's well, even some good. of the young guys like Oliver Drake well, looked good. That you you could make a slot yeah. in for the pen, and it depends on the team that's asking too, because like uh, it could be like a scrub team that is looking for a solid closer that has a lot of prospects or a lot of talent that they could send to you, send to the Orioles for somebody like Zach Britton. Yes, where Zach Britton ends up at a team that if they're not winning ball games, he's not closing games, so right. who cares? Except yeah. that you don't trade he doesn't go to the Yankees or the Red he Sox doesn't, or the Blue Jays. Or he doesn't get like that. traded for prospects. The Orioles you need to so? win that. The Orioles need to win now. It's a he package gets, deal if anything. He gets tra- if he gets traded, it's for someone who can impact this team now. You can't lose an impact player for someone down the road when you're looking at uh, Manny Machado and, and his prime, Jonathan Scope's prime. So, so, so you probably want a young, talented players. Yeah. One or two young, talented players. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I think it's a little bit early. Like, he's under contract this year and next year. It doesn't become free agents until 2019. And I think if the trade ever happens, this is like a mid-season deal for the reason Bert's talking about. Wait till mid-season. People get desperate. They think, I just need a closure to put me over the hump, and, and they pay extra for it. Unless you're responding to the Chapman deal. Unless some team is is missed out on Chapman and willing to give out up a yeah, bunch. Yeah, would, I would answer the phone. They would have to be something ridiculous. Right. So. But, but Other than that, I think you're – and then you can see how the Orioles season goes, you know, because things don't go well, which is possible. Yeah. Uh, you could trade them – definitely trade them at the deadline. Definitely. Um, all right. Just some, some interesting, interesting thoughts out there. Uh, about the Orioles offseason. Oh, and, but, but my next question is, if they want to call Dan Duquette to make a deal, are they going to be able to find his phone number and will they call the right person? Or is it going to be a <laughs> Dom Chidi incident where they think they're calling them, uh, but they're leaving right. messages on the wrong number? That brings up, am I... Our pitching coaches are dropping little, like flies. Can I be a little concerned about the fact that we don't have pitching coaches? We don't have any. And that we had pitching coaches that are guys... Rick Peterson, now gone. That our guys had good... You, you Reclining? When yep. you get your recliner over there? I'm sitting back. I'm not even on the camera. The video is frozen. Don't care. Yes. I'm going to take my shirt off. Yep. I, I believe right <laughs> now. I'm scratching myself in inappropriate places. I believe right now it's only the intern streaming. So uh, <laughs> The intern show right now, boys just, and girls. We're just leaving the audio up for anyone who's uh, listening. But, uh, yeah, the fact that we had a young pitching staff that was really comfortable <laughs> with the pitching coaches, that we've heard, we've heard bad stories in the past about pitching coaches trying to change pitchers too much. Should I be concerned if that uh, that our pitchers that we don't have pitching coaches right now? Uh, no, I think we should rejoice, right? Like the pitching coaches have been historically bad for the Orioles, yeah. so fire the, all of them. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with this. <laughs> Any update yet on who the Orioles are gonna? Uh, pull up is there is alan mills still in play i haven't heard anything yeah he, he's still on he's still in play and he, he's the guy alan mills is the guy he's got to be the guy he's the guy yeah but i i think we all agree with that but is there any uh fire behind that heat 
Is anybody else talking about that seriously I, I think, happening? I, I think every Oriole pitcher would be if you ask them. Sure, I mean, but like, is anybody from like the Sun Paper writing it or anything like that? No, no, but like, um, I mean, Dom Chidi didn't even know he was out of a job. Like, even Alan Mills probably doesn't know. Alan Mills could be the pitching yeah. coach right now and not even right. know it because no one talks to anybody. Right. Do cats wait until December when his minutes roll over? But I somebody mean, tweet at Rock and ask him who the next pitching coach is going to be. All we know is Alan Mills was interviewed, so he is a candidate for the job. Okay. So as far as I'm concerned, he's the guy. If you're trying to make a decision on a pitching coach, I think of it a little bit like teaching, right? Like if you're trying to figure out who is the best teacher uh, at my high school. Mr. Soroka. You don't. Correct. <laughs> but you don't just sit him down for an interview, right? Like you talk to the you talk to the people he taught, right? Yes. And like what did he teach you? How did you grow in his class? I feel like it's the same thing with Alan Mills. Like if you want to know if Alan Mills can do the job – Talk to the people Alan Mills has coached. How did he help you? How did he help? You? And from the interviews we've had with several players in the minor system, every pitcher we've ever ta- we've talked to, and catchers, yes. um, said Alan Mills is the best. Does that include our uh, spring training interview with Andrew Triggs? Yes, Andrew Triggs <laughs> also said Alan Mills and, before he got traded, and he had just a cup of coffee with Alan Mills the, the day before he got traded. He was raving about yeah. Alan Mills. I think uh, Jason Garcia mentioned Alan Mills. Yes, Kevin Galsman mentioned Alan Mills. Alex Murphy mentions Alex, uh, Alan Mills. Yep. Um, this all say is great. Yeah. Did Jim Palmer? Jim Palmer probably mentioned Alan Mills. Uh, we weren't really we weren't sniffing out Alan Mills at that point. We really. It wasn't our question for everyone. No, no, no. Not like it is now. So yeah, Alan Mills helped get that job, and yeah, I think Rick P- P- Pearson. I I mean, he was in charge of pitching development. Did he really develop pitchers? <laughs> right. Like. Yeah. I, I no love lost that no um um loves lost there. I mean, bye bye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Can we get someone in there who knows what he's doing? Uh, I like this. I like switching things up a little bit. As long as we have Buck as our constant, I trust Buck to to hire good baseball people. Eduardo Encina from the Baltimore Sun wrote uh like two weeks ago that it is more than likely it's not to say Mills wouldn't make a good major league pitching coach, but it's more likely that the organization would prefer to introduce him to the major league staff slowly, perhaps as a bullpen coach. That they're more than likely to go outside the Well, there's the a bullpen coach. That was Dom Chidi's job. That was so, Dom that, yes. so he could take that job well. Whatever it is, we want Alan Mills out of Bowie and into Baltimore, and preferably to stop by the Section 336 studios on the way since it's in since you're driving by. Yeah, Pass right through. Now, it said the Orioles, I look at the list of the Orioles, people the Orioles have interviewed, and this is back when they first were interviewing people. Yeah, like and two one, weeks ago. One of them is Dan Clark. Is that the same? Hey, he just got verified. Same Darren Clark that's from Australia on the internet? It's got to be. It's got to be. It's he, he's a good far tweeter. too uncommon of He's a, a good tweeter, so I'm sure he would be a good pitching coach. Yeah. And from his projections and his yelling during games, I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing. Absolutely. As much as we would. How come none of us has been caught in for an interview? I'm telling you, I'm just waiting for the phone to ring. Do they not listen to the podcast? I am looking for a new job. That's right. That's right. What do you know about pitching, intern? Throw hard. Hey, that's all I want. That's all all, all I want. You know, I I think we didn't get to it last offseason. This might be the offseason again. We send in our our pitching tryout video. Well, now we send in our auditions to be the pitching coach. Yeah, we might have to do both. Absolutely. So, like, someone we'll be, practices pitching, while the other the person breaks coaching, it down. And then the third person is outfield because we'll also need help there. Or catcher. We need catchers, too. I'm really good at the pitch for Raymond. I know what Josh would do if he was pitching coach. 
What would I do? Josh just said, you guys, forget whatever you guys do. You're all knuckleballers. You're all knuckleballers. <laughs> Everyone's going to throw the knuckleball. We'll be unhittable with our knuckleball. That's what Josh would do. Meanwhile, I'm sure Bert, Bert would be less a little more zany, right? Darren O'Day does the side. Let's all do different angles. Sure. Every right. start, every pitcher has a different angle. I like I like the Oliver Drake angle. It's it's a sidearm like O'Day, but it's faster. I was a fan of the Brett Saberhagen. Wasn't he submarine? Yeah, yeah like, he got down low. Like the ball like sniffed the dirt every time. Yeah, at least like, it did like in RBI one. baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you seen the video of Hanshu Kim? As, as he, he, the he does the imitations of all the pitchers? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Cool. He's a fun guy. So he's a fun, fun guy. If only he spoke he's English. He's a guy. We hey, we, we we have to get out of here. Uh, we don't have time for our three up, three down segment. But I brought in some of my my up. I brought in my up. <laughs> I, I I like that instead of a drink or anything, you brought what chocolate covered almonds. This is, is that what that is. I I've boys and girls. I've been around the world a few times. Mm-hmm. I've had food from many different countries in this world. Um, I've had I've had some of the most amazing food you will ever eat in your life. Some of the most delectable delicious I'm sure some of the worst delicacies from around the world and some of the worst but I'm telling you Trader Joe's chocolate coconut almonds is the best food I've ever tasted literally the greatest food in the world is this milk chocolate yeah uh, dark, it's normally dark chocolate I don't know almonds. it's chocolate Chocolate coconut. Oh, there's a big difference. There's a big difference. Yeah, I, don't like, I don't that's, like dark that's chocolate. That's dark chocolate. Have one. Because it's glossy. Uh, Matt, could you pass it, one? If please? it looks like wax, that's dark chocolate. Have one. They're absolutely freaking amazing. I mean, they're amazing. We're talking about um, coconut, chocolate, almond, delicious goodness. It's like, like an almond joy, Joe's. but the size of like a peanut M&M. Don't, don't. Turn this into an good. almond joy. This is not an almond joy. But really an almond joy, almond joy is, is a chocolate, coconut, and bar. almond. That's a common candy bar, though. This is a delicacy. Nah, it sounds like an almond joy. It's good. I like it. Can I have another? Yeah, absolutely. Also, same, please. Yeah. I would eat. I would eat all of these if you let me. Okay, we're we're doing a show here, guys. So I don't want munching on the mic. All right. So can we wrap the show and then start munching on the mic? So, clarification: Nolan Reimold, currently a free agent. That's my only thing. All right, we'll let you off the hook uh, this week, intern. Next week, you're back, full on corrections. Josh has been making so many mistakes and slip-ups, it's out of control. But we appreciate you listening, boys and girls. <laughs> Make sure to go vote in the mobbies. Make sure you... Uh, right, because that one, the popular vote wins. Yeah, right. popular vote wins. No, no electoral college it's for the It's what mobbies. we call a democracy in this country. I don't know. I've leaned towards... I, I'm all for the electoral college. And I, I'm sure Bert will send you an I voted koozie. Why are you for the Electoral College? I've just read a bunch of articles yeah. that convinced me that it's really they, it's the right <laughs> no, thing. Uh, we're, we're, I thought you had a joke in there no, no. somewhere. No, because no, if it was popular vote, then, then the California we're, and New Yorkers right. would pick Yeah, the, no, I understand the reason. No, we're we're all for the Electoral College. Oh, okay. I just thought you had a joke in there. I did, somebody just said the stupid Electoral College, and I just felt they needed to defend the Electoral <laughs> no, College. No, I was we're, making a comment about the true democracy. I personally am not a fan of the Electoral College. but Uh-oh. Why? We'll have to battle that out another. We don't have time to get into this. Right. We'll battle that out another episode. Yeah. I like the first tw- 20 minutes talk. of political that, talk. We can make have that a farmer a, a on segment. to argue with you. Yeah, our political talk bookends here. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. If you su- subscribe on iTunes, then please do us a favor and write us a review on iTunes. Give yeah. us five stars. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Rohde on Twitter. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka on Twitter. 
And you can follow the intern on Twitter. At WWintern. But I want to recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go Ravens. Section 336 is a affiliate of 247 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com.